0: Letitia is a wife and mother of two hearing impaired children. She's been married to her husband for more than 15 years. She is passionate about helping and encouraging others to do better. She's a caring person and spends a lot of time advocating for her children educationally, mentally, and socially. Her website, renewinspiration.com, was created with you in mind. She wanted to create a safe place where people could come to renew their inspiration wholeheartedly by reading encouraging blogs. Seeing positive quotes to uplift one's mood, and to learn various ways to improve one's health and well being. Letitia is now stepping out in faith to pursue a blogging career and some freelance writing opportunities. She's always enjoyed writing in her journal and recently began writing to comfort her soul when her mother passed away in December 2015. This was a dark time for Letitia, but she found that writing and capturing her feelings on paper offered her a sense of comfort that even she could not explain. She hopes to help others find a positive change in their lives as she has found in hers. She hopes you'll visit her blog often at RenewInspiration.com so you can enjoy this amazing experience together.
1: Hi, Letitia. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, our pleasure. Today's topic is one of my favorites. And it's likely the most recommended task for someone who's grieving. Journaling. I guess one of the reasons it's suggested is that it's seen as something that everyone can do. But now that I've said that, the mere mention of it sometimes, and if you watch Stephanie's face, you might check her reaction, (laughs) this will be met with a very quick response. Oh, no, not me. I can't (laughs) write. So, Letitia, before we start into our topic, Would you just give our listeners a bit of your background, please?
2: Sure. Um, My name is Letitia Porter, and I live in the metro Detroit, Michigan area. I am a wife and a mother, a secretary, a writer, blogger, and an advocate um, for inspiring others to overcome life's obstacles, such as grief. Great. Thanks.
0: Letitia, writing. So you lost your mom some years ago. How did you start journaling?
2: Well, it's so funny. Um, I actually enjoyed journaling as a child, but when my mom passed away, my faith in God was truly tested. So I felt mm-hmm. alone. I felt empty. And even though I was around family and friends, I just felt like writing was my escape. I started writing every day, even sometimes just saying, you know, today I am sad. Today I'm weak. And then my journal entries started going into maybe writing letters to my mom or poems or just, you know, writing how I felt for that day. And then I had a breakthrough where my journal entries helped to create my Renew Inspiration blog to encourage others because I knew I wasn't the only one feeling this way. So then I decided to create my first grief journal from that, which I plan to publish later this year. But I learned through this experience of writing journal entries that it helped you cope with grief, and it kept me grounded mentally, physically, and spiritually.
0: Hmm. So to help with a basic understanding, can you define what journaling is? Can you give our listeners an example of maybe what a day's journal might sound like? Sure. Well, to me,
2: journaling is a positive writing tool. It's a personal reflection of who you are, and a safe place for all the things that interest and inspire you. And also, journaling could be a great way for you to express how you feel and what you're going through on a day-to-day basis. So an example for me would be um, a piece that I wrote shortly after my mom passed away, and it's called Still Here. Still here, your spirit lives within me. I can feel you, but I cannot see. Your beautiful face that often lit up a room makes us wonder if you left too soon. Still here, your presence surrounds me day by day. Sometimes I cannot find the words to say. I love you. I miss you. I cry myself to sleep. No one seems to understand me because my emotions are so deep. Your love will forever be in my heart. Even though you're gone, will never be apart. Still here.
1: Letitia, that's beautiful. Yeah. And I want to take just a second for everybody to let that just kind of absorb into their systems. Mm-hmm. I also kind of want to issue a disclaimer. You don't have to sound that great in your journal. Exactly. Your journal can be just for you. Mm-hmm. My journal on some days after my husband Tom passed away, my journal was something I'd never show people. Mm-hmm. Some days it was just oh oh my god what am i doing i don't know what to do Mm -hmm. where to do it how to do it i'm in a spiral i'm it can just be brief segments i guess is what i'm saying yes but Letitia. that was absolutely beautiful so what's the purpose then of journaling how does it help someone for example who's grieving
2: Well, for me, I think the purpose is to give yourself an opportunity to express how you truly feel in that moment without any judgment from other people, because sometimes we want the presence of others to be around us, but journaling gives you that opportunity to just write what you feel. It's an escape from reality, um, so to speak. And for others, it can be a passageway to overcome some of our challenges in life, like grief. So for me, I think if you're grieving, journaling can help you clarify your thoughts and feelings more. And it gives you a safe place to do that. It's also a great tool to help you work through the grief process one stage at a time, which a lot of us struggle with that. Um, So I feel like, you know, if you take it one day at a time, and like you say, some days you may not say nothing, but I'm weeping today, you know. I would just want to scream, right. but you're able to do that in the comfort of your own space. And then you can reflect on that later, add to it, take away, but you learn from it, I believe, through, throughout your personal right. journey.
1: Good points.
0: Good hmm. points. I was wondering earlier if there is a difference between maybe journaling electronically like typing it out on your keyboard Mm -hmm. or writing it out on paper like is there is I mean I'm sure everybody probably gets something different from both but um like I type faster so I might prefer to type it out instead of write it out
2: exactly and that is an option honestly um I feel like it's just personal like When Mm -hmm. you're writing it for me, because I do it both ways, believe it or not, but when I write, I feel like it's more of you take the time out to think about truly, how do I feel right now? What do I really want to write? When you're typing it to me, it just seemed like, I guess it could be the same way, but for me, I just feel like I'm just sitting there looking at the screen (laughs) and (laughs) I I don't know. Like I think it just depends on you personally and what your preference is. But to me, I think you just have to be in that moment in order to get it mm-hmm. out, whether it's on paper or on the screen, because if you don't really feel you have nothing right. to write, like nothing will come out.
0: That's what I was wondering if if writing it out kind of made you almost feel like you were releasing maybe a little bit more because you were thinking about it more.
2: Yes. I mean, that's a good way to when it's inside, it
1: comes out. That was a really good question, too. I know. If, I've done journaling both ways as well. And if I sit down with pen or pencil, doesn't matter, I feel more connected to the words that I'm writing. Mm. I kind of feel mm-hmm. like it's truly what's in my head. For me, yeah. I think if I sit in front of a computer screen, the, the secretary in me, the professional in me comes out and I'm worried mm-hmm. more about making a nice document that someone can read. <laughs> So I don't feel as connected to it if I go back and read it later. Mm, okay. And one other thing, Stephanie, you mentioned, I kind of want to point out to readers too, that if you're having difficulty putting words down on paper, mm-hmm. you might try something, not in your journal, unless you want to laugh later, <laughs> truly, <laughs> um, but try something called stream of consciousness writing. Mm. And that's mm. where you sit down in front of a computer, or whatever, and you promise yourself you are going to type every sound, every word that goes through your brain. And the well, purpose, that could be well, ugly. But, I mean, you mentioned <laughs> rant. You mentioned mm-hmm. rant. Yeah. But sometimes if you do that and if you commit to it, yes, it's going to look ridiculous later. And you may <laughs> or may not want to hang on to that for fun or whatever, for the memory. <laughs> but it does help clear some of that obstacle that's in your head Mm. that won't allow you to get to the other thoughts that's good I've been to some writing retreats that have used that it's really hard to do it's Mm -hmm. harder than you think because you feel totally ridiculous (laughs) writing down ugh (laughs) or words you wouldn't say or "Mm, how do I spell mm?" you know but truly um, just that process and I think it makes you really work at clearing your head And you get all of that out. And then it's a little easier to sit down with your journal and take a breath and write what's in your head. Just a suggestion.
0: That's awesome. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Now, for that
1: phrase, which strikes fear into anyone considering writing, writer's block. Mm. (laughs) What do you do if you can't think of anything to write?
2: Well, I know for me, I normally would suggest um, getting your head space together with praying or meditating. Either one will work. But for me, when I really, because to me, journaling is very, very close to my heart. So it's something I don't take lightly. So I want to be prepared mentally. And so I always pray, I meditate, I'm in a quiet space. And then once you're in that present moment, you can focus more, you can, you can get into your headspace, you can get into your heart, you can, you know, put your tears into words, so to speak. I mean, because it honestly will then flow and then you're able to move forward past the fear, because again, these are things that's going to help you move forward in your grieving process, but also it's going to heal you as an individual. So I all, I honestly would tell people like, don't be afraid to just put words on paper. And if you just totally just can't think of anything to say, use a writing prompt or a journal prompt. Um, That also helps too, because it kind of directs and guides your writing more. And don't overthink it neither. Um, Because again, <laughs> you would take all day like trying to prepare the right words to say, but sometimes it might only just be like, I'm sad, you know, why am I sad? Well, answer that question, you know, ask yourself questions and then just answer them truly from the heart. And believe it or not, those are the best journal entries because when you reflect on it later, you kind of learn and that's how you grow to me.
1: Yep. Yep. Great Hmm. point. And I also find that you may actually write something down that either you forgot you knew Mm. or something you hadn't thought about in a long, long time. Mm. So they can also be very revealing and help you in many ways. I agree.
0: Yes. Letitia, can you give us an example of a writing prompt? And can you, can you find them online somewhere?
2: Yes. Well, one good one is um, I always talk to people, you know, like offline. And the first question I always ask them to kind of talk about within their head is, What are your thoughts telling you as you feel the grief inside? That's a good prompt to always start with because sometimes we define grief differently. And then another good one is what have you learned about yourself since your loved one has passed away? Because sometimes we're so um, upset or we're so sad that we don't find, okay, what am I really feeling or what am I really going through today? that I wasn't when they were here, that kind of thing. So it really opens up your thought process. And then you can ask yourself, how do you feel? You know, like, are you feeling anger? Are you feeling guilt or disappointment? And then write about those thoughts and feelings. Those are some prompts that I definitely um, would start with. And then I always add journal prompts at the end of my Renew Inspiration blog post as well, mm-hmm. just as an encouragement to other people to, yeah, you know what? I know I didn't gave you a lot to think about, but now here's some prompts that maybe you can start your journal process with. And then you can search online or on Pinterest is a good place too. You can do a Google search, grief journal prompts and a ton will come up.
0: Hmm, that's interesting. And the, the second prompt that you said, I believe it was, what have you learned about yourself mm-hmm. as an individual since you lost your loved yes. one? I feel like that one can be used, if not daily, weekly, because exactly. it's probably going to change. Exactly. And that's for those <laughs> that
2: really, because some t- sometimes people, they don't want to change how they do their, their journal entries, so to speak. Yes. So mm-hmm. they want to be comfortable and sometimes being consistent and using the same prompts and, and just kind of switching words around or you know, I think kind of helps people stay on board. And that's what intrigued me to want to write my own journal because I felt like it wasn't a lot out there that kind of like worked on me internally. So I wanted to bring more to a journal than just the words on the paper or lined pages, you know, and I think this whole process just allowed me to grow and get experienced with truly what journal writing can bring to the table. And I think I've really done that. So I'm so excited for that, my new project. And when it comes out, I'm um, hopefully, you know, I'll be able to bless other people with this process too.
0: Good. So someone could feasibly just use writing prompts each day and that would remove the anxiety of deciding what to write about. I'm still not totally convinced on this. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest.
2: Yes, because using writing or journal prompts is a great way to kickstart your journaling habit each day. So sometimes if you just wake up, like today is the weekend, right? No, you know, I don't work on the weekend. Mm -hmm. So when I wake up on Saturdays, I sometimes even you can use quotes. It don't have to be a question. It could be a quote that you're pondering about. It could be just a word. I mean, I don't know if you guys have done that, but sometimes it could be just sadness. What, what do that mean to me, you know, on today Mm -hmm. or the sunshine, the birds chirping. I mean, it could be anything that really would bring you to a comfortable place to just put words on paper that you can reflect on later. And so I don't want no one to overthink that this has to be this, Oh my God, it has to sound great all the time. Sometimes it's just getting it out of your head and in, you know, out on paper and i think that's how yeah. you should really look at it as a comfortable zone not just oh my god i'm this is so frustrating but more so i want to grow from this experience
0: right i th- i think that that's what maybe scares me about journaling is i f- i have to remember that i don't have to share it with anyone if i don't want to so it doesn't have to be perfect exactly um no one's going to critique it So I just need to get more comfortable with that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I love that process. I mean, honestly, because it took me a while to adjust um, to the process, because even though I love to write, I felt like, hmm, maybe someday somebody might read this, you know, similar to like Anne Frank. (laughs) So sometimes you are like, so, you know, but, you know, I've even encouraged my kids to, you know, write about how you feel today, write about your thoughts, your, you know, And and it don't have to be sentences all the time. Sometimes it could just be brief words.
0: Right. Yeah. I think that'd be a great thing for kids, just thinking of everything. I mean, I have two teenage boys. Mm -hmm. Thinking of everything that kids are going through now, things just seem so much harder than when we were kids. Right. So, yeah, I think them writing it out might just kind of give that extra release. Okay. So, let's take the process of journaling from the start you've lost someone you love deeply. And in your grief, someone suggests you do some journaling to help you heal. Mm -hmm. What would you do first? And how would you start?
2: Well, we've talked about it a little bit. I think the first thing that's important is you need to decide whether you want to write in a journal, like a notebook, or if you want to do it online. Because I think either if you do it one way or the other, you still have to be prepared in that headspace. and then. I think it's very important to find a quiet and well lit place for journaling just so that you can actually grow and learn from this experience. I feel like, you know, for me, I like to write outside when it's nice weather because you're okay. able to be grounded. You, you hear the sounds of nature. You feel the sun beaming on your, your skin and you just feel like. I'm only here in this moment. Like it's only me. And then I can actually get the words out better. I mean, it's just really weird, but sometimes, you know, you're just able to, um, I guess, escape from the true feeling of hurt or pain and be able to find comfort words to make your own self feel better. And then that's why Mm -hmm. I started my blog so that I could put some of my journal entries out for other people And just to encourage them, like, you're not the only one going through this. You're not alone. And sometimes if you express that, whether it's a journal entry or a blog post, you know, you're bringing other people into that comfort zone.
0: Yeah, I I totally get that sitting outside. Mm -hmm. You know, we over COVID started. Feeding our squirrels and birds mm-hmm. and everything, we just so we could did that at our office. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's like our entertainment. And my boys are like, "Who have you guys become?" <laughs> but it's you know, so we go sit out back, and I, we got a, a swing out there, and I got one of those hammock swings. My husband has a hammock for himself, mm-hmm. and we just watch the birds and the dogs just relax outside. And mm-hmm. so I totally get that for that that feeling that it, of just relaxation that it gives you mm-hmm. that could definitely help. Maybe I, maybe I should just take a notebook out there and see what I can write out. Mm -hmm. But now you live in Michigan, right? Yes.
2: (laughs) So that's only going to work (laughs) in the summer.
0: (laughs) I know that's where I'm going with this. And I'm in upstate New York. Uh So where is like your happy space in the wintertime? (laughs) I'm going to be honest.
2: I wake up before everyone. And so I kind of work right at my desk. Or sometimes I may, in the evening, go to my bedroom, shut the door, and just spend time Mm -hmm. there. I'm going to be honest. Really, I don't have just a space. I mean, sometimes, like Mm -hmm. what you guys were saying, my boys are older now. But sometimes if I have to pick them up from school, sometimes I have my notebook with me. I write on my lunch break. Like, it doesn't matter to me a lot. I just want to be ready. So I always tell people, take a a notebook with you everywhere you go. You never know when that feeling will come. And so that's just my suggestion, you know, to our listeners is that create a schedule for journal writing. If you're just, you know, like never finding the time or just always be prepared and have a notebook and pen and pencil with you. Some people even use their phones. I mean, with technology now. Yeah. So it's so many ways that you can do it now. Just always just be prepared for when it hits you. You're ready to write it out.
0: Right. Finding maybe your best time of day. And and honestly, with the way life is mm-hmm. each day, it might be different. One mm-hmm. day it might be morning time for you. Another day it might be evening. Exactly. Uh, when you're kind of winding down before bed. Letitia, should you share your journaling?
2: I would say it's up to the person. Um, Since journaling is a personal journey, some people choose not to Mm -hmm. share it. I mean, it's just the way it is. But for other people like myself, I chose to take my journal entries and put it into blog posts and, of course, add to it, take it away, and then add journal prompts Mm -hmm. to make others feel like they're not alone. And I chose to make it more of an experience that when I help someone else, I help myself. So I really think it's up to the person. So there's no right or wrong answers, you know, as far as sharing, Mm -hmm. um, you know, sharing is caring. So (laughs) that's how I kind of looked at it, but then some people want to keep it to themselves.
1: Yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean, it's our right, you know, it's our words, it's our right to do with them, whatever we choose. Um, Mm -hmm. and I, I find sometimes when you do share it with someone you, they say, oh, this is beautiful. And you're not sure whether they're saying that because they like you and don't want to hurt your feelings or, or whether it really is beautiful. So mm-hmm. it's natural when you've written something to be kind of a little awkward about it when you do share it. But yeah. as Letitia says, sometimes in sharing it, you can help someone immensely.
0: Exactly. Right. Well,
1: as I expected, this has been a great conversation. And I hope everybody feels a little more comfortable about journaling. I hope that those who do journal routinely may have found something in it that helps them as well as maybe inspires them to reach out to someone else and help someone else get started. So before we run out of time, Letitia, we want to offer you some time to speak directly to our listeners. I know that you're involved in many things and you and I Mm -hmm. met through your Facebook page, which you recently started. So take some time. Tell our listeners how they can find you on Facebook. Tell them again about this project you have coming out later in the year. And, you know, I'll remind our listeners again that your contact information, including your Facebook connection, will be on our website and in the episode notes as well. So this is your turn.
2: Okay, well, I appreciate that. Again, thank you so much for this opportunity. I want to leave the listeners with this beautiful quote. Journaling is paying attention to the inside for the purpose of living well from the inside out by Lee Wise. That okay. is my motivation every single day. That I love that quote. Journaling about your experience during difficult times in life may bring some powerful moments of reflection, clarity, and a path forward. I use my inspirational blogging platform to not only encourage myself while grieving, but to encourage others who may be going through the same experiences. You can find me at RenewInspiration.com and make sure you get your free grief affirmations guide while you're there. Finally, if you're interested in joining my free journey from grief to healing Facebook group, we would love to have you. Indeed, and we like
0: would.
2: <laughs> Yes, I, I love it. And then my journal that I did work on over the pandemic, and hopefully it will soon be out, It's called Journal to Overcome Grief, A Personal Journey to Healing. And it will be on Amazon, and I will definitely keep you guys posted when it's out. And maybe we can, you know, hook back up again and talk about it. And I just want your listeners to know, I want you to believe in yourself today, tomorrow, and forever.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. And definitely, as you get ready to release your book, Letitia, reach out. You definitely are invited back. Uh, to talk specifically about your book and promote that as well again it's been a great conversation journaling is good it's helpful it's positive it's tough it can be very tough (laughs) it really is wait
0: i was just i was just thinking about starting (laughs) now you're telling
1: me it's tough (laughs) well it's tough in the respect that it's one thing to have all of those thoughts especially the ones that make you cry, you have Mm -hmm, them tucked away in your head. When you put them on paper, expect the tears to come along as well. And that's a good thing. That's a Mm -hmm, good mm -hmm. thing. It means you're doing it right. And if you have tears, (laughs) chances are, should you ever share it, someone else will too. But that's Mm -hmm. the part that's tough. It's pushing forward because it gets hard then. We're not used to Expressing those feelings, even to ourselves on paper. We're used to just shoving them in the back of our head, and that's what's not helpful. You want to get better. You want to be able to talk about these things. And a great first step is putting it on paper. That's talking without speaking, in my word. But all that being said, for the tough part, one of my favorite quotes, and this is by, I think, Ernest Hemingway I love to have written. Once you're Mm -hmm. finished, whether it's finished for the day or finished for the week or whether Mm -hmm. you've filled an entire book, it feels good to have written. That's the healing part. So listeners again, thanks so much for tuning in. We love the fact that we have listeners literally from around the world on every continent, except that North pole and South pole thing where it's probably too cold to do much of anything. But you probably could use journaling more than anyone else, so get with it. And I hope you all come back again next week. In the meantime, remember self-care. And hey, journaling is a great way to take care of yourself. We'll talk to you next week as we all continue to live in grief.
0: Thank you so much for listening with us today. Do you have a topic that you'd like us to cover or do you have a question from one of our episodes? please email us at info at asiliveandgrieve.com and let us know. We hope you will find a moment to leave a review, send an email, and share with others. Join us next time as we continue to live and grieve together.